Hello, my fellow Christian warriors. This is Mike Savonic, your host for the ChristianWarriorAcademy.com podcast. Our mission is to bring you real, proven self-defense information that glorifies the Lord Jesus Christ. Christians are not second-class citizens. We help you train your body, mind, and spirit. Brothers and sisters, I bring you the wisdom of Mark Griesbach. He has changed my life, and he can change yours. Hold on tight for our next show to begin. And hello, and welcome back, Christian Warriors, uh, to another one of our phone call podcasts with Mark Griesbach. Uh, Mark, uh, welcome again back to another one of our shows. Yeah, hi. So, um, Mark, you and I uh, were talking, and I love that we can continue in having these weekly conversations. It's kind of like I was back in the back of the day when we used to sit around, and I had you right right at my fingertips. So <laughs> now we're just a phone call away, at least. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. you and you and I were chatting about something that was, uh, how do we say, it was kind of a, a basic premise, but yet one of the most important things, and it just came up for you in the scenario. So I think it'd be great to talk about. I have a feeling others would love to hear as well. So, Mark. What what would you say is, is the most basic and yet sort of most important power that we have with God? Well, this is, as you say, the most important. If I would back up a little bit on for every human being, there's times in your life that you find are joyous or you think, uh, oh, I can never be this happy anymore. Like when you met your mate, you know, you're going to get married. You maybe thought maybe that's the happiest, or you had your first child, you're the happiest. Or go back further, maybe you really got the most perfect dog, you thought, or you really liked your car. Um, everybody, and that's the reason why we put this into our workout, our exercise that you do all the time. In order for you to make a decision for like, self-defense, uh, choosing things that's right and wrong in, in the world, you need to have a guide. And, of course, our main guide are the scriptures. You fall back to that. But when you look at your life, or if you can look at your life, you look at other people, and you see that there's times that they're just a joy to be by. And sometimes people will enjoy being by you. The charisma is there. It's just wonderful. Uh, There's more of a smile on there, or uh, there's more interest showed into you. That's taken for granted. You don't have the... uh, um, terrible things of greed that you're just looking for things for yourself or they are. So you notice that a lot of people, when they have something on their mind or something's bothering them, that it changes their whole demeanor, how they look. Uh, if you even want to be by them, you start to not want to be by that person when they're always um, presenting this. And what that is, that's being presented, whether it's you know, in sickness, um, your health is such a big thing that can be overwhelming. But so many people endure past that. I, I give them a lot of credit. But that's the Lord, too. But they have baggage. You have baggage. I have baggage. And it's like we talk about dirty rags inside you. You know, we're carrying things. And sometimes, and some of the worst things, are what do people do like in the dark or in the secret? Or by themselves, and that baggage, guilt, may as I say it is guilt, you carry around whether you know it's guilt or not. The like in Isaiah, where Isaiah took his feet, that the Lord died for our iniquities, our transgressions, and our imperfections, you know, and by his stripes we are healed. Our iniquities covers an awful lot of things, and for a piece, a person to uh, learn a technique 
or to be good at their job or be good around people, like I'm saying here. But even to learn self-defense, you have to be able to focus. And when you carry around this baggage, you may as well say it's like uh, you, you have a handicap. Like if you've got one arm, or some people do, you have to learn to operate with one arm. And maybe you're coming in with this baggage on you and you can't do develop all the skills as fast or as good or as uh, speedy in delivery because knowing sometimes and sometimes unknowing, this what you carry for baggage is there. Okay, I mean, you want to shoot a question in there, go ahead and shoot. But what we have is everybody carries around some baggage and it's not being taken off them until the day that they actually use the Lord. God knew when he made us that we're going to have these um, inadequate existences where you're going to go along and you're going to be, say, most men that I I get to talk to, and then some women, they have a strong sex drive, and sometimes it's met, sometimes it's not met when they get married. You know, they're unevenly yoked, they have a bad marriage, and it might might be a sex thing and they don't even know it, it might be a money thing, they don't even know it. Uh, Like I say, you could be sick, you could be um, having all these other kind of things that come into mind. And God knew when he made us, I mean, he's putting our spirits in these bodies, that these bodies may have, some people are allergic to shellfish or to nuts. And, you know, so you have things you have to work around in your life. And some people want to, um, they can't help it, they got to touch, they got to steal. Or they uh, prey on other people because that's how they make money easier. And so they do it. And some people got to lie. I, I met a lot of people. In fact, there's one I, I talk to uh, several times a week uh, in business, and I can't get him to stop lying. He's got to lie, even when he doesn't have to. It, it's the most amazing thing to think that someone could be so bald-faced. He knows I know that there's something else that's true. And he goes in and says a lie anyway. And he looks at me, and guilt comes upon him. Ah, I couldn't stop myself. You don't know what a thing. Uh, if you've got to look at a dirty magazine, there's a real popular uh, preacher that you and I both know, that he has a tendency, once he sees some uh, sexual things, he gets drawn into it. It's, it's like a, going down a spiral, down a slide. You can't stop yourself when you're going down a real steep slide. And so he has his wife walk ahead of him in stores to pull him away from magazines that might look a little bit sexy or uh, uh, women's garments. Um, I've had a couple ladies that um, I got to mentor, and I wouldn't meet with them alone. They have to come with their husband or a couple friends. You just don't want to take that chance of uh, them turning around the situation or trying to use it different than what we're there for. So you've got to be on guard all the time. Uh, usually um, I'm prayed up and I'm ready, but you don't know when the time comes that you're going to be weak. I remember Billy Graham saying that he didn't want to be in an elevator alone with a woman. You know, not that he's going to be doing anything, but uh, imagine what they could say and wreck your reputation. But you don't know. Sometimes get you going. So I was talking to this one fellow that I knew years ago, and he brought up how he is struggling with a particular sin. And here's the great thing. God knows you're going to be in all these things. And he came down, and that's why he went to the cross. He put us in a position that if we repent and we use him to wash us of all the guilt, all the stuff that we carry around for baggage. Now, to put that into real 
life feeling, even after you come to the Lord. A lot of times, oh, he made me a new one, stronger. And yeah, you are stronger. You got something to grab onto and, you know, taste and see that the Lord is good. He's going to help you, yes. But the way these bodies are, till you got complete discipline on it, uh, just like a wild stallion, you got to, you know, break it, but not break its spirit. You're going to have all these tendencies that this body that you're in, inherited or acquired, you're going to have these weaknesses. This fellow I'm talking about, he had a sex one. And once he gets going down the hill of that sex thing, it's repeated uh, a few times a day because of the environment he's in. It's going to be strong, and it gets worse and worse and worse, and he catches himself just before it gets to be too public. And how can he stop that? And he feels so guilty, and he feels dirty again. And, well, that guilt and dirt is a reminder that, hey, I need to address it. And you keep hiding and hiding it, and he uh, winds up losing his family. It carries over to where no one wants to be by him, like I was saying. You know, his countenance reeks. It's no good. It's no fun to be around him. If you really trust the Lord and you are going, surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life, does that mean, surely, I'm never going to sin anymore because I came to the Lord. I hate hearing people say such a thing. Just watch them for a while. <laughs> they are, you are not going to be sinless. You watch anybody. You know, who do you say is perfect? You know, just the Lord. So if you can, just put yourself into the Lord. And when you sin, and whether it's a habitual sin kind of sin, you know, you, when you sin, you have the guts. And, and this is almost um, against nature, human nature, sure against. You have the guts to say, the Lord's blood can wash us away. You repent of that sin. I mean, it's something you, you do when you're weak. You, you come at, Lord, I'm sorry. Give me the strength not to do it again. And if it happens tomorrow, you, Lord, give me the strength. I don't do it so often. Help me, help me, help me. And uh, just put yourself in the arms of the Lord. Realize that he loves you that much that he continually forgives you. It isn't like, okay, now I forgive, he forgave me my sins, and I'm never going to sin again. You've got to work yourself up the discipline with the help of the Lord, and he strengthens you, and it's discipline, discipline, discipline. That's what this life really ends up being. Can you get yourself out of the mire and discipline yourself not to go back into it? The goal to do a sin, and you think, well, I sinned, I need to punish myself. And that's where all this, I'm going to whip my back. I'm going to um, do without food. I'm, I've got to fast. I've got to do all these other things because I should be punished. I know I should be punished. And, yeah, you should be punished if you go by uh, carrying that weight of that, that sin. I'm sorry. But if you wash yourself, truly wash yourself off, make yourself pure, that can be gone. And if you trust the Lord, imagine a fellow that's uh, um, got a sexual habit and say that like he looked at a naked woman. Uh, or a picture of a naked woman, and he just, oh, it's, right away, it's, oh, this is wrong. Father, forgive me, cover me, right away, without any penance, that you went and right away to the Lord, that you have the guts to go to the Lord in that sinful nature that you've just done seconds before. Make it really quick. But you went to the Lord right away. Forgive me, cover me with your blood. I trust that you can wash this away. I believe in you so much. That's why you went to the cross. What gall. 
But that's what the Lord wants. Then you're a man after his own heart, just like David. Oh, the things that he did. You talk about a guy that uh, yeah. had uh, sexual desire, he and Solomon. I like these guys. Uh, it's amazing. And they went to the Lord right away. Went to the Lord right away. You do that. Your sin yeah. gets less. He gives you power. Maybe he, the the desire for that sin goes away and you can deal with another one that you got. You know. Mm-hmm. But the yeah. gut to go ahead and get rid of this baggage. And you watch. When you're not carrying that baggage around, you get a new charisma. People want to be around you because you're not carrying this. If you are healed from this sickness or disease, you're much happier. You're, you're fun to be around with. Life is more enjoyable. You can make better decisions. You can go into our exercise for self-defense. You can do it better. You are going to be better at it. It's going to be faster. It's going to be um, as by instinct. Uh, you, you listen to all these things. It's easier also to memorize scriptures or to learn them, put them in your heart, and to understand them, not just know the words, to understand it. There's a, a wonderful sound, you know, Lord, I put my soul in your hands. Have mercy on me, for my soul trusts in you. I make you my refuge that all calamity can pass me by. You know, Lord, trust me, because I trust in you. You know, that what I'm doing is from the heart, so, Lord, have mercy on my soul. To actually be able to do that right away, to be a Christian, that you sin and you right away repent because you know it's a sin. Not sin and repent that you can do the sin again, but you sin and repent because you're trying to get away from it. It's a, a habitual sin. It's a sin that your body craves. Uh, say a simple thing like uh, some person craves chocolate. I know Quite a few people that do that. They got to have chocolate, mm-hmm. and then it comes bad for their heart or their diabetes, and they just cannot quit. And so they're working on little by little by little, and that's how it's got to be. You find out what you're doing wrong and what's hurting your spirit, not just the sin against your body. Though some of the sins that are against your spirit hurts your body as well as your soul. So you get on the path that uh, I'm going to trust the Lord did just what He said. He's uh, my mediator. He's going to be my only mediator between man and God. God has nothing to do with anything that's impure or a sin. Right? He has nothing to do with evil. So you've got to get on that track right away. And I, uh, after talking to so many people that this is a big deal, that, Lord, even if I die at the moment that I was in the middle of committing a sin, you know, know that my heart isn't that way. You know, forgive me. Imagine you're uh, walking down the street and you go down a crosswalk and you happen to be looking back at that girl in the bikini or a woman looking at a guy that's uh, scantily dressed and then, bam, a car hit you. <laughs> you know, it's like, doggone it. You know, like so much of my life I try to be right and then at the moment I died, I'm, I got caught in that weak moment, you know. Like you want yeah. the Lord to be your rear guard and around and you use him all the time here and hereafter. So don't be shy about that. God right. is real, and he wants to be our Savior now and forever and on and on. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. That mercy, I need that mercy, and I gotta, it's going to take me an awful long time to be so well disciplined that I don't sin anymore. And then as soon as you find out, you think you, you know a lot of things, like in the Scriptures, uh, like our pastor before he passed away in his uh, 80s, he said uh, the older he got, 
and he knows the Bible. Like, oh man, if I could be like him, you know, I always thought that'd be great. And he said, uh, as he got older, he found out how much more there is to know because the scriptures are pregnant. They're feeding. They're, there's more. There's no way to get to the end. And this disciplining of our bodies, God knew that we're going to have these bodies. And so don't think that any one sin is different. Like you're the only one in the world that's ever thought like this, and God's not going to look at you. And you just watch how your whole life changes when you have your sins washed away. You don't have that baggage. Your countenance changes. You know, you have that sparkle in your eye, and you might be able to listen to other people. And you know what? Be some benefit to those around you. You know, like, Lord's will be done. May I be in your will, Lord. Right? May I please you, Lord, I'm in your will. And may I be a blessing to those around me. I love that one. Well, Mark, I I was going to say, now I, it's just so great to hear this, these biblical truths and how they apply to our life. And now I can kind of see why you said it was so basic, but yet uh, it's something we all should know, but yet it's not really taught that way or it's not really well known that way. So I can see why you said basic. And also that I can see why you said it most important because if you do this, what you just said, like the immediate turn to God, looking for his help, knowing that these bodies, they're, they're going to have these issues, right? They're going to have these lure yeah. to, to the wrong side. We know, but now that you just said that, now you can see why it's most important. If you shed that right away, like you just said, how your countenance will change, how you'll feel like you walk around with your head up more. And now I can see how that would get rid of guilt quickly. Um, not, not to say, well, these Christians will never have these things, but now you're figuring out how to get through them quicker. And I think that's oh, yeah. a huge. I think that's where, I think that's, I was just trying to recap it in my head and for listeners, but I think that that's, that's really awesome. I'm trying to put it in the thing I, I can walk away with. But right. Well, it, it, it affects your anxiety, depression, yeah. worries, and fears. A lot of that has a base in what baggage you're carrying around. Just like yeah. if you lost your job, it'd be the same thing. It's uh, something that's going to be, well, what can I do now? What can I do now? When you sin, it's deeper than losing your job. Sometimes it's worth losing your job if it means it's going to get rid of some of the baggage. But what a thing to carry around our sins. So give up the burdens. Yeah. Trust and now you just that's said that. You, thing. And, and I love the because yeah, remember everyone has a baggage, so that's good to remember. Because I think a lot of people, I don't know, sometimes seem like they forget that. <laughs> but like you just said, and people in the Bible, when you look at the best guys, the one guy that went to lay down under a tree and die, you know, like what was I forgot yeah. it, it, Zechariah? Like Isaiah. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah, Isaiah. Like he picked. He, and those guys did that, you know, so, so I guess we, like you said, we have to keep that in check and, and like always turn to the Lord. Like you said, trust, trust in right. the Lord. So I think that's a great way, uh, Mark, to end. Do you have any, anything else you wanted to add? Because we could make this a double study, but I don't want people to, uh, to be, you know, to take this too long. But uh, that was, that was some really great biblical help here. No, I want it to be um, natural and for people to understand that working with God he is faithful and just, you know, to follow through his promises. So this is one of his promises, to take away our sins far as east is from west. So let's do it. Awesome. All right, Mark, let's leave it there. I think that is just a phenomenal uh, Bible lesson that, that we just need to think about, like you just said, every day as we run through these flesh bodies. So, well, Mark, right. uh, thanks so much. And, uh, again, we'll, we'll pick it up again next week. So thank you again. And uh, to all our listeners, thanks for being here, Mark. Uh, God, God bless you. Thanks for helping. Well, there you have it, folks. Another fantastic episode of the Christian Warriors Academy. My hope is that you learn something new or reinforce something you already knew and begin your journey to learn the mindset of a warrior with the heart of God. 
If this sounds like you, go to our website and join our free members area to get tons of great information at www.christianwarrioracademy.com. You can also join us on our Facebook page. This is Mike Sabonic with Mark Griesbach. And remember to stay safe out there, warriors.